This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's hour five of the GBAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Simple question for you. Is your map's optimism shaken after stumbling going into the break? Uh, the truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. Chia Follow, would you like to open up this rim session for us, Absolutely. Buddy? Why not? Thank you very much. We go ahead right here in the G-Bag Nation on a thirsty Thursday night. We cut the lights out. We put the kids to bed, and the G-Bag Nation's going all the way around the rim. Every inch of it. How many inches wide What's the circumference of an NBA rim? Two basketballs worth. You think it can fit... Two basketballs. It can. I think per- perfectly if you, you, you know, the, the full uh, men's basketball, of course. Circumference. <laughs> All right, I got it right Yeah, here. I've been working on the dimensions of a basketball court lately, spraying some lines in the driveway a little bit, having some fun with that, making a free throw line, a three-point line. But I don't know. What is the circumference of a rim? 30 inches. Hmm. Diameter is uh, diameter is eighteen inches. Top of the rim, obviously ten feet. But yeah, thir- thirty inches circumference. Yeah, it's a healthy sized rim. It's a little bit bigger than what it looks like when you're you know ten feet away. Agreed. Okay. Uh, how shaken is your Mavs optimism, guys? Uh, do you share Luca's confidence? He was asked how he feels despite losing three in a row last night. He said, "Great. A lot of people forget our best defender has been out for like thirty games now." He's talking about Maxi Kleba. But I think when we're fully healthy, we have a dangerous team. Is this a dangerous team? They've looked like both since the trade. They've looked like a dangerous team, and they've looked like they're one-and-done material here so far over the last week and a half. Yeah, that, that's the interesting part about the Mavericks right now is you could see this going a multitude of different ways. One of those ways is uh, going to the Western Conference Finals, similar to way that, the, the way they did last year. When you have Kyrie and Luka, you, you, the 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 opportunities are endless, and the ceiling is extremely high. The problem is uh, with the way that they don't play any defense and the short amount of time they have to figure all of this out, they could be quite simply a, a one-and-done. Or yeah. with how tight everything is in the in the in the seating in the in the West, it could be a play in and then not even actually get in. You know, in some ways, you don't want to be the team that's called dangerous because that means you don't really have a shot. But maybe you'll upset somebody, or maybe you can win a series if you're hot. You know, yeah. like oh, that team they could get you. You know, that's where you could you know lose to a team that you shouldn't have. I I, I don't know. It, it seems like an awful big ask to become good enough defensively that they could win two series like they did last year. Huge ask. Although, one of the biggest asks yeah. you, you could ever Massive. imagine in in basketball. But Kyle Lowry what, size. One of the things that you could Larry that Fitzgerald maybe give, too. that like gives you hope about them. Absolutely, like two great pulls by you guys. A hundred percent. Those were the first two names. I think Johnny Damon would have been the third one. Yeah. But like. 
nailed it 100%. Serena Williams, maybe. Um, but that's what gives you the hope of maybe, hey, get, you get Kleba back and you really focus defensively. You've seen Jason Kidd revamp the Mavs defensively relatively quickly, and that was just a year ago. So if you're, like, going silver lining and you're just, like, preaching positivity, that's what it gives you. I'm just – I just don't know if I'm there. I don't think they have the horses for it anymore to really put out some semblance of a good defense. Maxi, for sure, you hope. But after that, man, ah, it's just not going to be good enough it, to cut it. It's Maxi. It's LaMarcus Aldridge. It's hopefully Justin Holiday can do something to give you faith that they have a, a wing guy. Bobby Carella, Mavs.com, joined us two hours ago and said, all you'd have to do is be slightly below average because yeah. the offense could be so brilliant. And that gives me some positivity as well, Brian. The thing that the Mavericks do the absolute best is they don't turn the ball over. That's the thing, that when you watch this team, and that's the one hope that I have, that they continue. But I worry. I worry now with Kyrie, there's a lot more ball movement. Yeah. Is that the one thing that's going to take them down? I mean, I know we talk about defense, but they're going to have to score. Because if they're well, not going to play defense or they're not going to are capable of, of, of stopping anybody on defense, yeah. they're going to have to knock shots down. And the thing with Luka is they don't turn the ball over. You know, with Kyrie – there's far more passing going on here. It's why the Kings lost to the Lakers because yeah. in in 2001 or two because they couldn't go ISO right. Yeah. They they couldn't say hey Chris Webber, Vlade Divac, Bobby Jackson, get us a bucket. Peja Stojakovic, mm-hmm. get us a bucket. The Lakers could say Kobe, get us a bucket. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the playoffs against great teams, the pick and roll and the isolation games becomes ten times more important because if you move the ball. Yep. The good defenses will take it away from you a lot. Right. And 15, 16 turnovers will get you beat in a playoff game. I'll tell you another thing, too, that bothers me is this team does not shoot free throws that well. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, you got to get Kyrie on that strike. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get Kyrie out there, you got a shot. But everybody else is, I worry about these when you have tight games. I really, really do. Luca was also asked, how far behind Denver are you guys? He th- says there's a lot of great teams, but with a guy like Jokic, they're the favorite. It's hard to play against him. So when you have a guy like Jokic on your team, you're the favorite always said Luca that's high praise it, it is high praise and I don't necessarily agree with that obviously because there is no proof in in the pudding that Nikola Jokic is a one-way ticket to uh, championships but he certainly deserves more credit than we even probably give him Jokic for just being a dominant basketball force like even last night it wasn't one of his like holy smokes games but it was just like dude easy triple double easy triple double like literally mess around and get a triple double and he's averaging that for the season and we are heading towards a place where he is a three-time MVP back to back to back and I believe that's only happened like two other times in basketball like that is unheard of dominance there from from Jokic and he doesn't get probably I mean he gets the love from an MVP voters standpoint like he's obviously getting the love there but it doesn't feel like we talk about him really even enough like we should be giving him his flowers like every day. This dude is just crazy, crazy dominant. He's a prohibitive favorite right now to win his third straight MVP. Yeah. He's got a minus 250 and Embiid second with plus 425. So it's a significant gap that the others need to make up, but still plenty of time to do it. What else do you have as we go around the rim, Chief? Well, I'm glad you mentioned Joel Embiid right there because he is a, a super force, and uh, we know that he is an MVP candidate for sure but he is banged up right now, and he's probably not going to play throughout All-Star Weekend, and he might have to sit a few weeks 
for Philadelphia. He says he's been having a lingering foot issue, and according to the doctors, he needs a lot of rest, and he needs to stay off his feet for a while. So the Sixers, Eastern Conference, obviously one of the best players in the sport, Joel Embiid, might not be doing the all-star participating, and then thereafter he might miss the first who knows how many games coming out of the all-star break. That's going to be a huge blow to Philadelphia Ouch. for sure. Now, That's brutal, man. Yeah. They're having such a great year. I know. I know. And we were talking with Michael Lombardi, uh, big Sixers fan. He is uh, huge. Off, off air, yeah. just chatting with them at Radio Row, and he was like, man, this offseason, it's it's get rid of Doc and it's sell Embiid and get something else uh, start to, rebuilding. to start they the, can't the rebuild on there. Yeah, he's like, not only with the injury stuff, but he had – he had other things like in big games or whatever. He was just like kind of fed up with Joel Embiid. So we'll see where the Sixers are headed. Yeah. But right now he's he's definitely banged up. I know you brought up the dunk contest contestants last night, Dawson. Yeah. But I don't know how much you remember from them. I don't know how much anybody remembers from these dudes. I can't even like I'm blown away at these names. Yeah. How is anybody going to care to watch this? They might as well get the and one like dunker guys, the Instagram dunkers. Yes. There's guys on Instagram going crazy Thank with you. the hops because yep. if you're, I mean, you're not going for you're talking names. with the trampolines and stuff. I'm talking about with anything, bro. No, just there's some insane jumpers on Instagram. Oh, are there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was kind of thinking like, for legs, man. like the mm-hmm. gorilla from the uh, Phoenix Suns. You know, it jumps on the trampoline. Yeah, the ma- Mas- I would be interested in mascot dunking. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, just you put on your outfit and you go jump. Because does anybody know who Mac McClung is? I've heard the name. Mac I think he, had, he was coming off a pretty good college season. Yeah, Seventy uh, Sixers guard. Nobody in the uh, world would know that if that was if Mac McClung. Lombardi would. Mac he's, McClung, he's, he's on a damn two way contract with the G League. He's on, <laughs> on a two way contract. Think about that. That's where all the dunkers are. He might be a good. <laughs> yeah. He might be a good dunker then. <laughs> yes, yeah. it, it it you gotta you gotta elevate the money. There's so much money in sports now. Just keep it going until you get real stars, and we'll see who's the best dunkers. Out of the real stars, bring Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine back. Okay, what is you know uh, if Zion's not Terrence Ross is enough of a star. Yeah, yeah. Ter- Terrence Ross is probably enough of a star. There, there's names out there, but they need to go for it. And if they're not, they might as well just go for professional dunkers. Like these are professional basketball players who can dunk the heck out of the basketball. But there are professional dunkers out there that are also no name, the same way Trey Murphy the third is. Anybody know who that is? Maybe I just made up a name. For all you know, I just pulled a name out of thin air. Trey Murphy the third. He's going to be in the dunk contest. I think that's Dale Murphy's uh, grandson. Matter of fact, uh, good good uh, genetics in that family. <laughs> and then uh, Jericho Sims. Is that a name? Did I just make up the name Jericho Sims? Is that a pro wrestler? I, I think it's uh, more likely a pro wrestler than a, a player for the Knicks. All right, now because I don't know any of these guys, I'm going to watch. Nice. I'm going to watch just because. Just to spite me? No, I'm just going to watch because. No, I'm going to watch because I'm like, okay, well, who are these guys? Yeah. Who are these guys? Oh, it'll be the first time you've ever seen them. Yeah, you think? There's, you know, I there's been a tradition of this happening, and I I still remember in the '80s being traumatized by Kenny Skywalker. No mm. disrespect to him or his terrific collegiate career. I believe at Kentucky, I hadn't heard of him. You know, the coolest thing about him was he came out to dunk with a bunch of chains on, playing for the New York Knicks. I was like, man, this guy's looking pretty badass, but I've never heard of him. And then he won the dunk contest. I'm like, what do I do with this? Yeah, nobody wants to be Kenny Skywalker. You should. It should almost be like the best dunkers amongst the all stars. And here we go, twelve million dollars for the winner. Oh, yeah, yeah go that's, huge. That's going to get people going. It's brought to you by Farmers Insurance.
right? And, Love it. You know, that's I, I think you do they that because they got it. Because yeah. they got it for they sure. Do, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then you get LeBron and Kobe. Then you get you know in their primes, mm-hmm. throwing down every year, trying to win the twelve million bucks. That would do it. People are upset about the McClung stuff. He was a Texas Tech Red Raider. Oops. And uh, so here locally, people are familiar with the. I'm with sorry the, about that. I didn't know McClung last name. Uh, but across the NBA world, and that's kind of the lens we're going through here. Like All Star Weekend, the average fan's going to turn it on and go, "Who am I watching in the dunk contest?" And most people are not going to know. Uh, now, moving on here, it looks like Cavaliers, Kevin Love, might be headed for divorce buyout style. And I wonder if uh, the Mavericks, I, I know the Heat and some other teams have been listed. I wonder if, uh, w- would would you as a Mav be interested in Kevin Love averaging eight and a half, seven and two in his 41 games this season? Um, and he struggled shooting. He's had a thumb injury. So uh, his his shooting numbers are about as low as they've really ever been, but still thirty five and a half percent from the three point line. Kevin Love, any interest? He'd be on a he'd be getting bought out. So probably super super cheap deal. I think they need it so much that you would have to consider that Lamarcus Aldridge not much more durable. But I think I'd prefer Aldridge at this point to Kevin Love. Kevin Love is a guy that can really move the basketball, though, and shoot threes. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of a player they want. He's going to be in Miami, any or someplace like that. Didn't I see him? He, he's got a couple of teams that are interested in him. Yeah. I think Miami's one of them. Miami's been the one that's been most thrown around. I wonder if the, if the Lakers, the LeBron thing. Uh, but I didn't know hmm. if maybe just he played with Kyrie with Cleveland. I didn't know. Are they like UCLA super in college? I could easily see one of the LA teams. Oh, yeah. oh that's a good point, too. Gosh, and, and that reminds me. The, the come up for Kevin Love going from college uh, college doughy to NBA lean, mean, GQ, beard and everything jawline yeah. has been, the transformation's amazing. Yeah. The side-by-side of Kevin Love today and Kevin Love 10 years ago at UCLA mm-hmm. looks yeah. like two completely different people. Even like early years Timberwolves Kevin Love. It's a different person. Yeah, it it's really a guy is. who was drinking beer consistently to no longer drinking beer, and I'm actually investing millions to like become lean yeah. and a professional athlete. Doesn't he have like a chef and a servant that lives with him? It's the same guy, the chef and a servant type of situation. I think I, it's a two-bedroom apartment they were living together. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I And it, it would have to be something like that because the transformation's been incredible. Man, if I had a servant, I'd at least want an estate so I could like – you know, clear him out. Yeah. I don't want him just. No, he was in chilling the in the living room, bro, with out. his shoes yeah. off, sitting <laughs> yeah. on the couch while Kevin was doing an interview. I seen him. I was like, what's going on? He's watching, he's watching cooking <laughs> shows, getting <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he Oh, thought, it's Iron Chef. <laughs> I think he thought he'd get healthy and stop getting hurt, but I don't know if that worked for, for uh, too long anyway. Uh, but Kevin Love, good player, probably washed up. I mean, the Cavaliers are in the hunt, and they're buying him out. I think that says a lot. It does say a lot. That's a good yeah. point. Congratulations to Joe Mazzula, officially the 19th official head coach in franchise history for the Boston Celtics. No more interim tag for Mr. Mazzula. He gets the gig. He's a super sharp stud, and, and Boston has not had any drop-off really whatsoever uh, from from last year's dominance to this year's. So uh, salute to Coach Mazzula. And then number uh, or the final one here. This is college basketball, but uh, rim sesh. You know, we will we will welcome in the youngsters from time to time. And uh, ESPN stats and info noted that Alabama lost to Tennessee last night, and there have now been eight losses by AP number one teams this season in men's college basketball, tied for the most in regular season uh, in the AP poll era, going back to ninety three, ninety four. So wow. I mean, the parity seems like it's 
pretty yeah, pretty good, high at the top of, of college basketball. Good luck on that bracket in March, trying to pick that thing out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the rest I of the mean, year they should just geez. start the rankings yeah. at 11. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's worth the top 10. Pretty sure all these teams are pretty good, but nobody's yeah. actually good. <laughs> the best team in the country is like a, a normal year 10th yeah. best team. It literally is anybody's game at this point. Whoever's <laughs> in the tournament, you have a chance to win. Uh, thank you, Chief. Yes, sir. Uh, around the rim, uh, most nights here on 105.3, the fan taking a look at the association. We have a championship cleanup, little news dump on everything from the Super Bowl and more coming up next year on 105.3, the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello. Welcome back, nation. Okay. Uh, got the get right coming up here in about 20 minutes. We'll find out what they have cooking for today's uh, tonight's broadcast. Time for a little championship cleanup. See what Chiafalo has in the news file. Here he is, Eric. All right, let's uh, pour a little bit more salt into those filthy wounds, shall we? We got uh, some fun stories here. We start with uh, the actual game itself and what we are finding out thanks to NFL Films and the mic'd up sideline for the Chiefs. I have the sound to prove it, but apparently this is a huge bummer if you're an Eagles fan. I would imagine this just has to make you feel even worse uh, that the the second of the Chiefs red zone plays that exploited the the Eagle defense with the motion stuff and it's wide open five-yard touchdown receptions. The second one, which was kind of the game-winning touchdown, if you will, to Sky Moore, uh, that one was apparently a colossal screw-up and they were lined up wrong and the clock was running down and Mahomes didn't have time to, so they just went with it and they obviously score from it, but they weren't even doing what they were supposed to do there, still found their guy wide open and got into the end zone. And here is the sound right after the play and you can hear them discussing it of like, dude, we were in the wrong formation, all this stuff. Here it is, NFL Films. Hey, and we're in the wrong formation. I know we were. I know. That's why I went the motion to run. I want the motion this dude on the other side. Hey, KT pointed that way. I was like, I don't know. The play we were rolling formation. The clock was running down. I looked I called it right. They lined up wrong. Let's go, dog. I got you, baby. Great job. Great job. We're not done. We're not done. The zero was as clear as day you could see it. Yeah. They were both stacked if he was walking in. And I was like, they can't handle the slack. They're struggling with it. That, that jet motion's killing them. That jet motion's Ooh. killing yeah. them. It yeah. absolutely did. Mahomes was like, I saw the cover zero. I knew it was man-to-man for sure, but we had all our guys lined up in the wrong spot. We so he puts the to guy to the it. right in motion. Uh, that sounds like Peyton Manning level stuff to me. Pre-snap, getting everything set up, adjusting on the fly. 
Man. Genius. And they're just like laughing about it. Like, oh, man, wrong yeah. formation. Still wide open. Touchdown. Won the Super Bowl and everything. Yeah, Suck at Eagles. But I heard that Andy was trying to call timeout. And Nagy told him, no, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. This Mahomes guy can figure yeah, it out. Yeah. He, yes. Andy was going to. Well, Andy was, you know, according to Bradshaw, he was waddling down to like uh, go call a timeout. And uh, so, but he, he's, no, Nagy grabbed him and said, no, no, we're good. We're good. And then they ran the play. So obviously. Couldn't get his hand off the cheeseburger well, you, in time. You know what? It's funny about that. You get down there sometimes in the red zone. Yeah. And you, you they're so, they're so trained for looks, for different looks. And you might've gave them something they, they hadn't seen. They completely hadn't seen that formation, that look. And you're like. Cause you were in the wrong formation. And you were in the wrong formation and you threw them off. It's just so funny to me. Mm-hmm. And that would take me right off being an Eagles fan, being like, wow, they weren't even, they were like. They were in, they were almost like got, self-sabotaging, and they still scored, and they were still as wide open as you could ever be. Uh, and now the defensive coordinator for the Eagles is uh, a head coach for the Cardinals. So yeah, that's what I was saying about if, if, you're, if you're good for that, you know. <laughs> that, yeah. uh, we're also getting word here, Chad Henney was on the Adam Schefter podcast. Chad Henney, the backup quarterback for Mahomes and the Chiefs for the last few years. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. We saw that in the Jags game uh, when Mahomes went down and Henney goes 98 yards for a touchdown. It was like, okay, uh, how about it, Chad? You, you did a little something here. And uh, thanks to you, we get to continue our playoff run and go get the Super Bowl. But Chad Henney, right after the game, he takes a picture drinking beers and posts his retirement caption like he's done, walking away. But Schefter wanted to chat with him, and he noted on the podcast, Chad Henney said that Patrick Mahomes is very superstitious because he was uh, he's a baseball player, and his dad obviously was. And, uh, and so apparently Chad Henney is alleging that Mahomes – has worn the same pair of red undies for every NFL game he's ever played. Ooh, that's a commitment right there. Very. I mean, I know I have some old underwear, but I, I don't keep track of them like that. And I was wondering, like... Mom, I'm sorry, I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't think you, wa- you only wash them after losses? I mean, there's only just- so much you can do. Someone's washing. <laughs> that's true. What I, I mean, smell is just in there. I was ho- I, it would have been funnier if they were uh, if they were whitey tighties and not ready tighties. Yeah, he plays in them. He, yeah, he plays in them. plays in red undies, the same pair since day one. And I, I, there's a part of me that wonders, do these red undies go back to the Red Raider days? Possibly. Because... He he was he was on a red football team at, at Tech. Yeah. So the amount of wear and tear on these bad boys could be insane. It probably looks like Broadus's wallet. Yeah, I'd say you can only hope there's some of the new modern but ones that are marks. that are built strong. <laughs> skid marks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoot, man. I mean, at some point, I think it becomes you know uh, something pretty awesome, right? If you've had that long of a uh, of a streak with it, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I was saying I'm, that Broadus's wallet has more streaks than his I'm, I'm marking B for false on my Scantron. You don't think it's true? I don't think it's true. Cap. Broadus calls cap. I do. Okay. I call cap, false, whatever you want to if call it. Was, if it was, if it was uh, LeBron James t- telling this story, I'm maybe. But you think Chad Henney is just, Cap Henney? I just don't feel like there's anything, and we've all been in locker rooms and stuff. like. I don't think there's anything that can go that long. And not get and, lost? And not, not get lost, not get ripped. Yeah. Not get, you know, I no. Can you oh, imagine being the trainer? And the, the trainer's got to pick that up and find him and re-deliver his underwear to him. Oh, they, they fold it up and put it in his, lock, in his locker. I don't think you can wash something that often and it wouldn't like, That's what uh, I'm saying. Auto- automatically tear. 
or but if it's the, only if it's only game day underwear and you're wearing it like 20 times a year yeah these aren't practice panties these are game day panties well, I'm just no. Now, he's, no. he's played a lot of playoff games nope. and Super Bowls. Nope. My so man, he's played more games over the last man, five years my, than my, the, the my most man, quarterbacks. No, my man wears red tights under his pants. He's you got, think those are compression shorts? They're not real oh, underwear. I, I yeah. love compression yeah. shorts. Yeah. I think I think those are reinforced. Right now, yeah, these yeah. these are mm-hmm. if this if these are cotton ones, there's no way, no way. I imagine there's a polyester situation going on there. Eighty twenty, maybe some a wool. blend. Yeah, micra. That's probably a sick bet. I do want to get to the bottom of this, though. This is going to start a, a, a forever long investigation until we for sure, for sure, for sure nail this. Uh, but we have one source. We really just need a second one journalistic to Henney. run with this thing. Chad Henney's our source. Oh, okay. So um, we'll see. But I thought that was pretty fun. Now we continue. <laughs> so you got to ask, ask him on game day what color panties you got on. Yeah. <laughs> Jeter, sh- Jeter said he wore a thong. Gold one. Gold one. Yeah. That was a slump buster thong. Yeah. This is just a day in, day out, game day undie. The same way that Wolchuk has his game day thong. That, and that thing's lasted and stood the test of time. So we'll see. Uh, I'm I'd pretty like sure you got to tie it up in a knot at this point. It's lost so much weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to resize that. size knot. <laughs> uh, all right. And then let's see. the other. There's two other good stories here. I'm going to start we'll pick with... One. Do you want do you want the uh the sod father or do you want the lucky football Super Bowl fan? I like that sod father. I want I have been looking at that headline. I've been wanting to know more about that all day, Chief. This okay. isn't this isn't the Tomas, is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, this is George. George. I tell you what, when George they went Toma. when they went off the gig, I think he's off the gig now, right? He hasn't done this in a while, right? No, so well, so I, the the story goes, uh this was his his final act. This past Super Bowl, the other day, with the worst field conditions you've ever seen, that was the sod father. He's the groundskeeper. Has he's been, been for, for every NFL, Super Bowl. For every Super Bowl. Right. He's like 150 years old. Yeah, and like my wallet. He is a noted Chiefs fan. Now, they call him the sod father because he's been the groundskeeper for so many years. He was. He's a big see. Chiefs fan, and he's loud and proud about that. He is. Seems like a bit of a conflict of interest. Yeah, I'd in keep that Super down. Bowl. Yeah, yep. I'd keep that down as well, especially when the science has come back and, and people are showing that Chiefs players only slipped on 14% of the Jalen Hurts dropbacks compared to the Eagles defense slipping on 38% of the Mahomes dropbacks. So the uh, the crappy field hurt the Eagles. George Toma. Science will tell you more than the Chiefs, which is George Toma's favorite team. So it is now Sodgate and... People are people. Are, there are conspiracies that he did this on purpose. I hope uh, he did. But uh, and I kind of do too. Uh, <laughs> but worst case scenario, this is just a, a a bad look, like a bad way to go out. Like you didn't go out on top, sod god, uh, or sod father, because this is your final game, and that's how you're going to be remembered forever. Is we were watching I, football, and for hey. a second we all thought we were watching figure skating. It's Bro. not his best work uh, as far as being a sod father, but it it might be his best work as far as being a Chiefs fan. He might be the guy that got P. P- Mahomes in the Chiefs number two. Oh yeah, free beers forever for, yeah. for sod father. But I'm, he's I'm public be- enemy number one right now, even over Pat Mahomes. His Q rating in filthy is as low as any Q rating. Oh, he can't ever show been. his face there. I'm just going to no. be honest with you. I didn't think he was still with us. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe He's that. I well, thought, that's what the NFL does. I thought maybe the family, maybe a family member was involved here. You know, like son or somebody like that was kind of taking over the business. Mm-hmm. I I thought he would. I thought he was gone a long time. ago. I smell a little bit of foul play here, though. I did. You think he did it on purpose? Everybody was talking about oh the eagle pass rush, oh the eagle pass rush. You think he came up with a field yeah. that would neutralize seventy of them? 
None. Yeah. Watch. Big fat goose egg in the box score. How many sacks? How many Super Bowl sacks? Zero bowl sacks for you, Philadelphia. Thanks to the sod father. Now, you think that's Andrew Wiley shutting down Reddick? Who'd you say? Hey, who'd you say was blocking Gray. Hassan Reddick? What's the guy's last name? Was Gray. Noah Gray. Noah Gray, yeah. Who is less known than Trey Murphy the third, who will be participating in the dunk contest over the weekend. I think you're not giving Trey enough credit myself. Well, I don't think you're giving the sod father enough credit. If he did this, it, 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 nah, there's no way. No it, way he did this. It's either a legendary way to go out or a, a piss poor way to go out. You're the sod father, and it, we thought we were on on the ice rink. So uh, maybe we'll get more details on that. Maybe more uh, more evidence. There but won't be. That is definitely this a topic. This is two years in the making. That's This is two years in the making. They've been working on this field. Hey, we you can do a lot of things good for two years. It only takes one day to screw something up. I don't know about that. You can do a lot of good for a long time. One one thing here, it's all it's all over. Two years worth of work. Kaput. It was a six-finger lid. Yeah. Grass was a big part of the Super Bowl narrative this year. I think it, I think yes, the pain. I think next year you're not going to see as much pain on the field. That's what I think. Vegas. Vegas has got a fake field. Or they got a real field. <laughs> it's turf. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm pretty a sure it is. sack of weed. <laughs> Toma doesn't need to be on the job. Then, if that's well, Toma will not be on the job. Well, you seem to be pretty bitter. Did that wrestle up some old Eagle loyalties, Brian? No. No, I, I wanted to see Kansas City win, even though I lost the bet. You know, that's fine work. Then, that's good work by Toma. I, that's the best job ever, man. If that's the way you're going to go out, great. Well, yeah. you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that to help your team win, probably. Yeah, you would. Heck yeah, you would. Probably. Heck yeah, you would. <laughs> Shoot, I know. Walchuk I honestly thought would. he was no longer with us. Well, okay, yeah, you've you've, you've mentioned. I'm that. surprised he came back from the you know, maybe from, <laughs> from the, the grave from the grave. He, he, he yeah. was a mummy working the fields. <laughs> he was, yeah. Okay, so uh, the final story here: a little Super Bowl cleanup, championship cleanup. We have the guy who caught the game-winning Harrison Butker field goal football. How did he get past the net? It was only oh wait, wait, it's 27 yards. That's why. I honestly don't know. I, he I kicked don't, it over the net. He kicked it over it? Yeah, okay. he kicked it over the net. So the story goes, it is a man named Iman Dixon. He is from Australia, but he hey, resides boy. in San Francisco. He San was, Francisco. He woke up on Super Bowl Sunday, Sunday morning. Bought a ticket. In San Francisco yeah. with no plan to yeah. be at the Super Bowl. Wow, what happened? What happened is Kelsey he, Charles got him a ticket. He got he he got the phone call. <laughs> yeah. He got the phone Heck call. Yeah. He says, I was sitting on the couch chatting with my wife. What are we going to cook for dinner tonight? What are we going to do? Next thing I know, I'm racing off to the airport because I got a phone call. He says, I work in advertising. I'm a credit director in advertising. I worked on the Doritos Super Bowl spot that played in the stadium and played during the game. I didn't oh. have a ticket to the game, but one of my incredible Doritos clients called me up in the morning and said that a spare ticket had become available. He capitalized. Uh, he got the phone call at 7 a.m. He had a flight out by noon. He made it to the stadium by national anthem time. Let's Beautiful. party. Yeah, well All done. All right. Um, he was just getting started, though. He was. He had no idea. He says he caught it. Then there was a bit of mayhem because it was a pretty exciting game, and everyone was asking for photos with me and giving me high fives. The security guard tapped me on the shoulder, said, I think you should go ahead and get up out of here pretty quick. Uh, with that thing in your hands because uh, some people are going to try and grab it from you. And so he, he did that, and he was just uh, he went right back to his, his hotel room and was hanging on to it. 
He was like, everybody was trying to get it off of me, but I shoved it in my friend's bag, and we got ushered towards the exit, and all of a sudden, I was out in the car park. It was all just a bit of a blur. Wow. So, uh, what what a what a just fortuitous situation for that guy. I don't know what yeah. type of uh, value that ball brings, but certainly a great story, and uh, maybe that's all that you need. Sometimes I think it'll probably be worth twenty five grand or something to a Chiefs fan eventually, maybe pretty soon. But I, I think that's a real heads up play to put it in your buddy's bag. The crowd knows you got the ball. You got your backpack on. They think it's in your backpack. I didn't even know I didn't, we were I didn't bringing know you, bags into I, the game. I, that's exactly what I was saying. When did the last time they let you bring a bag into a game? Unless I think it's he'd a already, he'd clear already made, bag female thing. He'd already made it out of the game. Oh. But the people were trying to get it there. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Maybe yeah. that's how it reads. Right. Either way, sweet story. Yeah, great story indeed. And, uh, you know, always a reminder, if you're at a sporting event, you never know when you can catch a, a super valuable piece of memorabilia. Okay, uh, when we come back, it's time for the Get Right. Uh, Reggie and KG over there, they're throwing heat in the bullpen, and they're about to bring it to you next here on 105.3 The Fan. All right, welcome back, Nation. Big doings coming up tonight here on The Fan. You're going to have a little Rangers hot stove with Sands, right? Yeah, Sands coming up, Rangers hot stove, 7 to 8. Get Right, Reggie and CA, 8 to 11 tonight. So, Rangers fans, if you're excited like we are, uh, stick around for Jared here at, at 7. Then the get ride at eight. We, uh, the G Bag Nation, will be heading back to Arizona for spring training coming up uh, a week from Sunday. Uh, so we're very much looking forward to uh, to that and bringing you all the stories from from spring training. Of course, it'll be uh, you know the home stretch for the NBA by the time we get there, as well as uh, NFL free agency. So massive shows are on the horizon, and we'll have uh, all four major sports going at the same time here before too long. FC Dallas as well. I saw they they brought some new jerseys out today. They unveiled these new burn. Yeah, the Burn Baby Burn jerseys, yeah. the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those are great, and they have the sponsor there and then these flame logos everywhere. So is that going to be an alternate jersey coming up this season? If if my understanding is correct, yeah, it will be like an alternate of sorts, hearkening back to when they were still the Dallas Burn as cool. opposed to FC Dallas. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure those jerseys are going to be very popular. Okay, uh, bet payoffs tomorrow, guys. C.A. Reg, which of these three – would you rather do? Okay. Chiafalo is eating a ghost pepper gummy. Oh, I actually got it in my bag. I'm going to show you guys. I think it's oh, more than no, a ghost pepper gummy. More than a ghost pepper gummy? I think this is like science. This was like made in a lab spice. Oh, wow. Okay. So nuclear ghost pepper level a gummy. Don't rub your eyes. Okay. I'm See, go- I, if I was you, I would just claim that, you know, I, I converted to Islam and that that was haram. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Harm. Yeah. Something, yeah, you wow, know, anything to real. get out of it. Yes. It's called the Lil Nitro, the world's hottest gummy bear. Dang, son. You're um, in trouble. That looks like a firework over there. It does. It looks like some consuming like it's ready risk. for 4th of July. Yeah, Warning labels all over the place. Is that a black gummy? Uh, no, it's it's uh, it's red. Oh, okay. It's red, uh, which is the color of, of, of yeah. a flamethrower. That's right. Uh, so yeah, let's see. It's been infused with their signature nine million Scoville unit chili extract, making it oh. nine hundred times hotter than a jalapeno pepper. Woo, it's not oh what you my want. god! So I, I guess this is like eating nine hundred jalapenos. Oh, okay, so tomorrow two twenty. How long do you think you're going to be out of commission for this? We got to plan the show sheet around it. Probably. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm assuming yeah. this is going to be in the neighborhood of probably ten to twenty minutes. Okay, that's not bad. Of mouth thinking, and throat disaster. I'm thinking you should have plenty of milk 
for chocolate milk or some kind of protein drink to coat your throat yeah, when you're finished. Milk. I could get when some you're ice finished. cold milk up here Be- for yeah. sure. Because in all seriousness, I don't know how you're going to survive. Yeah, and also you said like mouth and throat uh, pain. I also like when you eat the hot stuff, doesn't that also run through you? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that yeah. also you have yeah. to consider about that? Going out's oftentimes worse than the going in. Okay. You're not taking yeah. my spot. Fantastic. Okay, so you, you have that one. And if you like hot stuff or you can tolerate hot stuff, that might be your choice. But uh, Brian brought us as uh, an edible challenge that is nice. Uh, it, it sounds almost oh, as Aaron disgusting. Rogers? You going Aaron Rodgers? No, it's something completely different. No I, psilocybin. I do not like fried eggs or hard boiled eggs. I'm with all. you at all. I'm I cannot with you. handle huh. the white rubbery part of it. I can't either. No, I mean. Uh, so he also struggles with orange juice. Yeah, really? that sets his stomach. Oh, no, that that, that oh. goes right through me. So we're gonna make a smoothie of two hard boiled eggs and oh. some orange juice. He's gonna blend that. A little breakfast oh. smoothie. I like yeah. it. Now just powering it down is going to be horrible. I, I, I'm, and then the, the and then afterwards maybe maybe minutes. Yeah. It it could very well be minutes. I'm with I, you, all Brian. Of a sudden, I, I'm heading I, I, that I way. The only eggs I can eat are scrambled eggs or some kind of souffle. So so far you're doing the gummy bear, Chris. Yeah, I would have to. Do the and, gummy and Reg, bear. so far you're doing the gummy bear as well. Breakfast or smoothie. Or I'm, you're I'm doing the breakfast, breakfast smoothie. smoothie right now. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd go breakfast smoothie as well. I think I could handle that. Mm. Uh, we'll have to put a timer on it though. No Wait milk a minute. In it. Is yeah. the smoothie gonna have chunks? It, there's no, got to be some egg chunks. Potential, yeah. <laughs> we can't, we can't. That's what he can't handle. We can't I couldn't handle that either. I cannot do no, no, that. No, 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 no. The consistency. No, no, the there. fact that I know that that white rubbery part of that egg is in there, yeah. the, the gag reflex is well, going you, to be bad. You might need a reminder with, you know, at least some some diced chunks, right? It's a bet oh. payoff. You don't do things in a bet payoff that you oh. want to do. Okay, so then I'm going. I did 16 hours of radio. That was actually pretty fun. Uh, yeah, I got to call. <laughs> Don't tell them that. No, I got to call Woolchuck's mom. They already do that. I, heard no about about this. I got to call Woolchuck's mom. And she and has no idea, right? Yeah, for about five minutes. F- we're calling it Phone Segs. It's a segment on the phone mm-hmm. with Woolchuck's mom. I see what you're going for. Yeah, yeah I see what you're going for. I think I'm going to ask her point blank. Would you like to have sex with me? Mm-hmm. And we'll see what her reaction well, you, is. Well, you want to have consensual sex with her. You want to make sure she's down for it before Absolutely. you just start guns You are on my mind. Is this just a regular <laughs> phone or is this FaceTime? This would be regular phone, I feel like. Yeah. We on can't air? get her too hot and yeah. bothered. <laughs> so that's going to get uncomfortable, right? And, yeah. and probably embarrassing for this? both parties. And, you know, I don't even know if she knows who I am. Yeah. She probably just, you know, focuses She's on like, her. I'm sure Zach talks general? about. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Zach talks about work when he goes home. Yeah, yeah, probably. You got a photo of her? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't. You, you, gotta, talk, you, gotta, you gotta pull the photo reading. of her up while you talk to her, you know, just to keep the motivation going. I like, I like how that. Your eyes are sad. Yeah. Like you can describe her while you're talking to her. I got a couple yeah. of photos. Drive her crazy. Okay. Thanks, Chief. Chief's got my back and give you my phone. Why okay. does it sound like the making of a reality show? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what could be in store? We do know what's in store next. That is the hot stove show with Jared Sandler. Get all your uh, latest Rangers content. That's right. The latest developments on uh, Jacob DeGrom and Everything going on with that baseball team. You know, there's spring training openers next Friday, and uh, we look forward uh, to that. The, also uh, going to talk to Joe Barlow, 720. Oh, Joe Barlow's hey, coming up at yeah, 720. Yeah. Anything else to promote, gentlemen? Uh, we'll stick with that for the time being. Okay, Joe Barlow, 720. Hot stove next. Get right with Reggie and CA coming up 8 to 11 right here. For Lucius and Carter and Chia Follow when brought us, I'm Gavin Dawson. You're going home with the nation, Eddie. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.